Thank you for joining us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near to God through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. Our lives are full of activity. We have responsibilities and obligations. When we struggle to do all we perceive as necessary, stress and worry often flare up. What really matters? Today on Drawing Near, we look at a situation that addresses some of these issues. Please take your Bible and open it to Luke chapter 10 as we study, Lord, I need help. And as we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Father in heaven, we thank you for your love, mercy, and grace. We thank you for this new day, which is full of opportunity, as well as the knowledge that you are providential in all that we do. We ask, Father, that you would work in our hearts and lives, and not in ours only, but in the hearts and lives of all those people who are in the world who need Christ, who are struggling to survive today, who are being oppressed, who are being attacked. Father, you know all of these situations as well as those who are ill and those who are struggling emotionally and physically. Father, we ask that you meet these needs, that you address them. But we know, Father, that you desire to address them in a way that emphasizes the eternal. You desire that all men, all women everywhere be saved. And so, Father, we pray that you would work in these circumstances in all of these lives to bring about your perfect will of salvation. Guide us in our study. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Our study today comes from Luke chapter 10, beginning with verse 38. In verse 38, Luke writes, Now it happened as they went that he entered a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. And she had a sister called Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was distracted with much serving. And she approached him and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Therefore tell her to help me. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. But one thing is needed, and Mary has chosen that good part, which will not be taken away from her. There are several important and interesting things connected to this passage of Scripture. And many people have taken this passage and twisted it out of perspective. Let's take a look at some of the setting and circumstances in this passage and try to understand exactly what Jesus is teaching. So in verse 38, we see that Jesus is traveling, and as he went, a certain woman named Martha welcomed him into her house. Now, we don't know if Martha shared her home with Mary and others. We do believe that this is Mary and Martha, the sisters of Lazarus, and they seem to be sharing a home together at the end of John's gospel. But we're not certain about that here. This may have been Martha's home, and Mary was visiting her sister as Jesus came, and Lazarus lived close by. I'm not certain how that all works here, but we're clearly told that Martha welcomed him into her home. She appears to be the hostess here. And in verse 39, we're told that she has a sister named Mary, who also sat at Jesus' feet, and heard his word. Mary and Martha were devoted to the Lord. They loved the Lord. And Mary seems to be sitting at the feet of Jesus and listening to him 
while Martha is attending to her guest and caring for the matter of serving other people. We're told in verse 40, but Martha was distracted with much serving. There's an important word here. Martha was distracted. Distracted from what? Distracted from hearing Jesus's word. Distracted from focusing on Jesus. Now, what was she to do? Allow people to starve or neglect her responsibility as hostess? Was she not to serve the people at all? Or did she have servants in the home and Martha was just trying to make sure everything was exactly right? Was she overmanaging, micromanaging the situation? We don't know. In all likelihood, Martha was so focused on the physical things, on the material needs of her guests, that she was not focusing on the Lord. Now, what I know about this circumstance in my own life is many times when we're trying to care for the needs of others, carry out our responsibilities and obligations, our focus is not as much on them, but on ourselves, how we might be perceived if we don't attend to their needs. And so we can actually be prideful. We can actually be focused on ourselves rather than serving. And so Martha was distracted with much serving. Let's say something about serving. When you serve others, that's identifying their needs, recognizing whether or not you're able to meet those needs, and if so, meeting those needs. It should be an act of loving. And an act of loving through service should not cause a great deal of stress and frustration. But it often does. Many times because we don't want to be doing it at all. Other times because of what we've already mentioned, the pride factor, how we are actually focused on ourselves, and we want to make sure that we don't look bad. But Martha was distracted with much serving. She was so bothered by this situation that she approached Jesus and said, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? I cannot comprehend a relationship with someone like the Lord Jesus in this sense where I would go to him and complain openly about somebody else not helping me. It bothered Martha that Mary was not helping her. She had much to do. She obviously felt like she needed help, or she was jealous of the fact that Mary was able to sit in her eyes idly at the feet of Jesus and listen to his word. But she goes to Jesus with this complaint. She not only asked the Lord, Lord, do you not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? But she goes on and says, therefore, tell her to help me. In Martha's home, she's asking Jesus to exercise authority over her sister. Martha doesn't go to Mary and ask Mary for help. Martha doesn't go to Mary and say, Mary, here's the situation here. I'm trying to take care of this alone, and I could use a little help. Now, if she did, we're certainly not told. She asked Jesus, would you go tell her to help me? This is like so many situations in Scripture and in our lives. This is so childlike. Children, mommy, make them help me. Daddy, make them help me. We complain about all that we're responsible for. We want somebody to be made to help us. Now, what was Martha's situation here? Was she sinning? Jesus doesn't address her as much as a sinner, but more he offers counsel. Look at verse 41. And Jesus answered and said to her, Martha, Martha, 
Do you hear that phrase? He doesn't just say Martha. It's almost though he's sympathizing with her, but not with her situation, but with her frustration. Martha, Martha, you are worried and troubled about many things. Martha, Martha, you are so worked up over this thing. You are so preoccupied with these things. You are worried and troubled about many things. Now, I personally believe that he's not just talking about this situation, but he's addressing a need in Martha's life. Martha, in all likelihood, was someone who worried and troubled about many things, not just this one thing. And Jesus tells her in verse 42, but one thing is needed. You are troubled and worried about many things, but only one thing is truly needed or important. And Mary has chosen that good part. Your sister has chosen what is needed, what is most important, which will not be taken away from her. I will not tell her to help you. I will not tell her to stop doing the most important thing to do less important things. Now, I believe Jesus' main focus here was in correcting Martha. I don't believe that he was necessarily saying Mary was better than Martha, but he was simply saying, Martha, Martha, you need to stop worrying and being troubled about many things and focus on what is the most important. And I can hear it already in the background. Women everywhere saying, so what? We're not supposed to feed our guests. We're not supposed to care for them. We're not supposed to clean the house before they come. And Jesus doesn't say any of that. What Jesus is addressing is Martha's attitude toward all of those things. She is worried and troubled about many things. She's not serving out of joy. She's not getting any joy out of her service. She's not serving necessarily from a a love perspective. She's doing an obligation. She's worried and troubled about this. And Jesus is simply telling her, you need to relax and focus on the most important thing. Mary's chosen that. I'm not taking that away from her. This is a passage we need to meditate on. We need to think about it. Because many things are important in our lives, and many things occupy our minds, and we worry and fret over many things, and we often do so to the neglect of the most important things. Jesus literally says there aren't things that are needed, but one thing is needed. And if we look at this passage, that one thing seems to be sitting at the feet of Jesus and hearing his word. How important is that? If we sit at the feet of Jesus and hear his word, how does that inform our worry and our frustrations? How does that affect our service? How does that affect our attitude toward other people who aren't doing what we think they ought to do? We need to spend time, much time, at the feet of Jesus and listen to his word. If we listen to his word, we will be better servants. We will more appropriately, more joyously and lovingly serve and do those other things that are sometimes necessary in life. Father in heaven, help us to understand, help us to see, help us not simply to pawn this story off, set it aside, and not apply it to our lives. Take away our excuses, our reasonings, and help us, Father, to simply understand what Jesus is saying here. And where correction is necessary, help us to be corrected. 
and where encouragement is needed, help us to be encouraged. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City based on the truth that if we will draw near to God, He will draw near to us.